Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Black Oval. Today's theme is the presidency. How are you doing, Akeem? You know, I'm doing real good today. You know, I'm just chilling. Mm. Uh, I came up from an internship today. Ooh. Yeah. Who are you interning with or for? Uh, I'm interning with um, Anna Estamani, what well, interning for? Anna Estamani, uh, she's one of the state house representatives. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. District 22. Okay. Do you like it so far? Uh, yeah, I like it a lot. It's it's very good. Um, we do a lot of good things on there. I haven't done that many stuff, but I just started it. You told me that there was a dog who was working there, too. A dog? What dog? The dog! Harpo! What about Harpo? I mean, you said that the dog was getting on your nerves. No, the dog can get on my nerves. I mean, not the real one. The one that you said, like, the little skeleton thing. I can't remember what you were telling me. But you said that you saw something when you were walking up the house. It wasn't inside the house, but you were walking up. Yeah, yeah, someone scared me real bad. I'm real bad. What? Okay, well, I'm super excited for today's episode only because... I feel like it's been a long time coming when it comes to the presidency in terms of what we do, who are we meeting with, like what are the vibes. I'm so excited and I know we do have the inside scoop because now that we're on our second episode, we can really spill tea. I know, I know that's all what you all wanted to hear, but um, before we get into it, let's just first go ahead and just talk about the roles more and then like what we actually do. Okay. I feel like we've been in these positions for like three years, but it's only been like two, three semesters. So I guess to give a better introduction, so you guys already know I'm Cindy and he's a key. And so I serve as SGA VP. And so as VP, I am the president of the Senate, which means that anything that has to deal with the senators, like I'm always like, handling that in terms of the guest speakers that come in, just like how SGA functions, like the meeting wise, that that's me. Okay. Um, <clears throat> sorry about that, everyone was having uh, mic difficulties. Uh, <laughs> but uh, my name is Akeem and I serve as your SGA president. So what do you do? What do I do as, what SGA? Do you do? as SGA president? What I do? So I'm basically the CEO um, of the SGA, Student Government, Student Government Association. Yeah. And so what I have to do, I meet with different officials on campus. Mm-hmm. I also help Sydney run SGA. So really running our executive board and allowing them to, I don't know, do their positions well in a sense. Like they come to me, they have any questions, or I'm basically kind of the liaison between them and the um, senior administration on campus. Mm-hmm. And then I'm also supposed to be, um, I don't know, I just, I just feel like I'm just... Not to say everywhere, but I just be everywhere. No, the calendars do stay booked for the both of us. I can say that. And I mean, like, even then, too, I feel like even when we're not handling SGA official business, we are still doing some type of work, some type of collaboration, some type of, like, mixing different orgs together. Yeah, so I know I briefly mentioned that um, that I meet with different people on campus, but let's... I feel like people just think that when we be like, oh, we just be meeting with people that we be like faking this me- these meetings and like making them up. 
So who do we meet with, Cindy? I feel like we meet with everybody and their great grandma. Don't forget the mama. I we already met with their mom last week. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And the sister and the brother and the cousin. Mm. Don't forget. Don't, don't forget Granny and Harpo. <laughs> <laughs> You're sick. I try not to be, but in terms of who we meet, so we do meet with the president of the school. We meet with the VP of Student Affairs, and then we meet with other department heads and directors and assistant directors throughout the campus. So while Akeem handles a more of an official role, I support him in those roles and capacities as well, and it's been super fun, and I actually enjoy it. And then I feel like we do say that we're busy and we're always running around. But, like, what was your purpose, you know? Like, what made you want to run for president? Me? Mm-hmm. Who else am I talking to? I hate when you be doing that. I'm not too much on me. But, um, so, what do, I, what do I do as president? Or Oh, no, no, not what I do, but why did I want to run for yeah, president? Yeah. I don't know. So, when I first got here freshman year, um, I was a freshman class senator. Mm-hmm. And... I was just sitting in the SGA meetings. I mean, I've done SGAs. So fun fact, I was also the student president at my middle school. So, um, but I stopped doing it from freshman year to freshman year high school to um, through freshman year to uh, junior year. And I started doing it again in uh, senior year just because I had a pretty bad experience being saved by the president in my eighth grade year. Like the lady, she was after me on baby. She was, I I put that on everything. I know I met her. Like you, trust me, you ain't never met this lady. No, I did. When? Like three weeks ago. How you know? You told me that was her. Where were we at? MLK Breakfast? Oh, no, girl. That's that's somebody else. <laughs> no, she, she was mean, too. That's, that's the lady oh. that was the No, that lady. Oh, so we put names now. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just playing. <laughs> but no, no she, no, she was mean. Like, the whole hood, like, not to say the whole... Not to say the whole... Let me stop. No. All right. Because, you know, I was just no, about to ask you, what, where are you from? <laughs> the park. The... <laughs> the park, not the AF. The Tangela Park. Don't play with me. The park on Park Ave? Panula's in them? No. Hmm. The park by uh, I Drive, between I Drive and Sand Lake. Thank you. Where it go down. Exactly. Come on. I put the Ave in the Ave. Not Holt, either. Mm, I bet. Excuse but, uh, me, Kevin <laughs> But more about SGA, like why I wanted to run for president. And so when I was here my freshman year, I don't know, I was just sitting in those meetings and like seeing how they were ran. And then also like me and myself, I was one out of three. three okay. Three black senators or three black people in SGA overall. And so just being in there and seeing how I don't wanna, I don't wanna be like, oh, I'm pulling the black car or whatever. No, but like seriously, like racism is well, it's real. So like seeing how certain senators were treated or how like their respectability for doing certain things versus if I were to do the same thing. So mm-hmm. I'm just like, that's not okay. And I don't want and that's not coming just from like other senators. No, it came from the executive board, mm-hmm. the big dogs on the executive board. And I'm leaving that that. And then also like the senators who were there for mm-hmm. like more of a time. And then it right. just, just seeing like the disparity within SGA itself. I was like, you know what? I want to make that change. I want to, I want to step up and do it. So then sophomore year, sophomore year, COVID, all that happened, da, da, da. And then um, the person, I was running with at the time he reached out to me first and he was like oh hey like i think um i think you would be a good vp vp would you want to have you thought about it would you want to run so me being me i was like hmm i don't know because i was also going to go out for the assistant hall director position at um in res life mm-hmm. but so i did a whole little i had did a whole little interview with um, my running mate at the time and pause 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 interview yeah child he made me interview with whom huh who else was in the interview? 
it was me and then we had like three other executive board members at that time on that call plus the previous vice president from my first child yes i did it in paris room no and you know paris paris was um paris <laughs> paris is <laughs> like why, why are you interviewing with these people why are you no i don't get that because i feel like if you're a valid person to run with then he should have been like hey king do you want to run with me i mean <laughs> that's not how it and works. no i gotta come back but, on you too because i should hit you for interviewing him yes oh chap i can't that's <laughs> a fun fact in the back in the back in the back of my mind i was just like i mean I guess, like, if you don't choose me, I'm going to run for president myself, and we'll see who <laughs> And I mean, look. We're we not, we not going to get into that yet. Don't, don't, don't start right now. You know I that's am messy. You are very much messy. But, but then, I keep cute and clean. So then last year, so then he he ended up picking me after I went through that whole little, that whole little, um, that interview. Bootleg um, American Idol, yes. Yeah. Not, very much had Simon Cowell. Simon Cowell. It was giving America's Got Talent if I'm being real with you. No, for real. Very much. <laughs> <laughs> I guess other people got the X. But anyways, so then last year, um, last year I was the vice president at the time, yeah. and just throughout throughout the throughout the year, there was like different trials and tribulations and different things that um, I had to get through or go through as the vice president. And so, just being in those settings and being in those meetings, I kind of came to the realization that I was like, you know, what? I can do this. Like, mm -hmm. it's something that I'm able to do, and I will be good at it. But, you know, battling with imposter syndrome and then, like, all the negativity that was around at the time, too, I was just, like, it was always, like, a second thought. Mm. In a sense. Like, it was always, like, I had to, like, second-guess myself or just basically, like, speaking down on myself, like, oh, you wouldn't be a good president. Like, you know you can't handle this. And do you feel that, like, that type of mentality was strengthened or further continued because of who you were running with and because of the exec board that you were a part of? Or do you feel like it's you being in your head? <laughs> no because i feel like the people want to know and i do too like we talk all the time but we never really get into it <laughs> you messy dog. i'm you not messy. messy you are because you already know how it's for the good day thank you <laughs> but no i think that it's because i mean <laughs> stop making me laugh it was a mixture of both. it was a mixture of both you can't choose half and half i can't choose half and a half no what was the problem <laughs> so you gonna give me canceled out? But you know I got you. You know what? I don't. Just, I don't want to focus on the negatives. Let's focus on positives. Mm, mm -hmm. What motivated me? Nice redirection. And who motivated me? Welcome back. I would really say that one big person that motivated me to get to where I was at mm -hmm. was Miss um, Donna Lee. You know, mm. the new vice president. Well, not the new no more, but the vice president of student affairs. Do I know her? I'm just playing. Do you? Do you know her? Just because of, the, of course, I know her. Just, mm. just because of the fact that, like. I don't know. Since she got here, it wasn't like I had to prove myself to her. And yeah. Not to say like I understand like me being a freshman, like I started off low or whatever technically. Uh, technically, but when I got and me being vice president, those are two different kings. But I mean right. like even in those positions, like even in that position, like when I doubted myself, like not to say she would always encourage, but she would always encourage and motivate me and just kind of like allow me to see the greatness that I had inside of me. You know what I'm saying? Because uh -huh. it was it was like I always thought that I had to go like search for that greatness or go find that greatness mm -hmm. or it's like some greatness was something that i need to learn but she really showed me she didn't have to say it um directly but with the different conversations we would have and like the different things she would say it kind of reminded me that greatness is already inside of me each day and 
Madame Michelle, my mama. She every day growing up. Big shout up. out to Madame Michelle. Big Love shout out to Miss Michelle. Love her. But my mom would always tell me it should be like Akeem, like you were destined for greatness. Exactly. And I mean, like even when I would get like be hard on myself, get it like a B on my report card. She'd be like, "It's okay, baby. You still destined for greatness. Like, there's nothing for you to worry about. You right. are destined for greatness. It's it, it's your destiny. It's not something that anyone can steal from you. It's mm-hmm. not something that can be taken away from you. It's not something that if you make that left instead of, it's not something that if you made that left instead of right that like, it'll stop. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, it was really my mom and like, re re seeing that like I am great and that I am able to do what I needed to do. You know, that's so touching. I really do like that. And I agree. Every single time that we talk with Donna, I feel that she's so affirming and super validating of not just us, but everyone and every student that walks on campus. So that's such a refreshing feeling. No, yeah. People don't realize, like, the force that she brought when she got here. Like, mm-hmm. things shifted. Mm-hmm. This is my freshman year. And I know, like, we're pushing all this DEI stuff right now. But, like, for real, like, things really did take a shift mm-hmm. because of her presence. And I think that's what a lot of people don't realize. And, like, they're like, oh, how can I make a difference? Or what can I do to, like, fix this? But, honestly, just quite literally just being present and mm-hmm. not just not present as just, like, just standing there, but actually, like, making your presence known mm-hmm. and like this is what i stand for this is what i'm going to do like if mm-hmm. you think something's wrong go fix it now i want to take a pause and i'm going to ask a question that some might be like this is too spicy but i don't think it's spicy at all we say that things shifted when she returned back to campus did things shift because she was just tired of things not happening her way or was she, how do i phrase it I hate that every single time things start to get really good at Rollins and we look at who it is or who's causing it, it's always a black woman. Mm-hmm. Donna has created and rebrought a force that has shifted the dynamic at Rollins. We can all agree on that, yes. Mm-hmm. So why was it that we needed her to come back to reshift things even though she was already here and left an amazing blueprint of how things should have ran? That's a really <laughs> that's a really good question. I mean, you said why is it? Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, you've been in this SGA thing way longer than I have. Mm-hmm. But we'll get into me in a couple of minutes. Right. I think that, honestly, she just brought something to the table that was unreplaceable. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, not just because, I mean, because she's Donna Lee, but who she is as Donna Lee, like being mm-hmm. a black woman, being a strong force, the things that she's probably have to overcome to get to where she is mm-hmm. right now, like all of that and learning how to be confident and learning how to not demand for what she wants, but honestly just be like, it is. this is what it is and this is what it ain't and we're going to do what it is. You Thank know what you. I'm saying? Like just walking into rooms unapologetic. Like she, walk, she walks into a room with a force that is undeniable. Mm. You can't help but feel it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's can't a, see it because she always dresses oh, down. Just down. Down. Down to the D. Okay, we're getting passionate. I'm just playing. But, um, <laughs> but no, I don't. But the thing about it is, and I feel like it, but it also goes to the fact that, like, it, another question that can be asked is, oh, why do black women always have to clean up the mess? That's what I'm saying. Because it's like, yeah. that's the narrative that, I feel like the school sometimes pushes, and I think that they push it a little bit with us too. But I feel like, mm, I feel like it's a narrative that's being pushed, but it's not being recognized as being pushed. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes, like we're saying she's doing all these good things because she is. She's doing amazing things here. Right. But at the same time, 
it's like we're not realizing that we're only depending on her to do the great thing. Exactly what I'm saying. And it's not to say that other people aren't working as hard as she no, is. No, shout out to all of y'all. Like, we under, we see shout out to Wellness Man. Been running with y'all since the wheels fell off and will continue to do so. And shout out to uh, yeah. all the amazing departments out there really putting in the work. We appreciate you dearly. However, when we think about Akeem and I and how much was put in terms of like pressure, uh, media coverage and things like that on us when we first got elected. Um, I don't know. I, I hope the narrative of just like we're going to make them clean the mess isn't always pushed because I feel like we do more than clean the mess. Child, we don't clean. We don't. We <laughs> we clean the mess. We pick up the mess. We uh, sweep the mess. We uh, make the mess again and then clean it up again. Make the mess again, but not because of us, because we gave it to somebody else and they messed it up. And that's the problem. That's the problem. But you know what? At the end of the day, the mess gets cleaned mm. and we keep it cute each and every time each and every time and you know what because we clean the mess i think that's a perfect segue into our first song of the night because we always do our jobs but do y'all because i leave each and every meeting with a free mind by thames all righty perfect we're back you ready so that was a great song i love thames i feel like she's so refreshing she really does something she she brings like an aura, like mm. something that most artists don't bring anymore. Who are you talking about? Because I know it's not Beyonce. Also, please, side note, side fact, Renaissance tickets, the tour dates were announced yesterday. I'm writing with my one of my homegirls. Shout out to you, Eric. I love you dearly. She has a city credit card. So we are on the registration list for February 9th. So, yes, of course, I'm seeing Beyonce. The reality is that I'm going to get a cheap ticket. Why? Because it's not where you sit it's about the experience. And if you want to fight me, meet me outside of KWR. And I'm going to walk right by you because I'm not fighting anyone because only one of us is going to see Beyonce, and that's me. Akeem is also going. I, I am indeed. I don't. I feel like I don't have a choice but to go. So. I mean, if you want to stay home, go ahead and stay home. I'm, I'm going. I'm going. I'm going to go. Yeah, because trust me, I'll record some videos for y'all. Appreciate as long it. as Beyonce said, it's okay. If she says, no, I'm not recording nothing. Appreciate you. Now, Akeem, we had some callers in during the time that we went off air. We were listening to music. And a lot of people felt that you you had something else to get off your spirit. What really went down? Because I told you I was going to come back to it. I was going to come back to it. The question that I asked you earlier, these negative mindsets, these thoughts, who was fueling them? And now <laughs> is not the time to be like half and half. Oh, it's both. It's me. It's me. It's not you. Who was it? I mean, I the reason why I say like half and half is just because of the fact that like I understand that like it takes two to tango and sometimes that first person or that second person is me. We're proud of you for acknowledging that. However, we want to hear about the other side, the other person who was doing the tango with you. <sighs> Tell us about this person. And we're not asking you to put them in the trash because that's not what we do on the Black Oval. Who that's said it was not a, who said purpose. it was a person? Was it a dog? Harpo. Harpo <laughs> go home. <laughs> is, it, is it high here or is it just me? It is definitely is just you. Is it high here is it just me? I'm not singing with you. Please, let's get into it because like... Okay, so... What he, what are the things that he did, she did, 
they did? Because you said it was multiple people. It wasn't just one person. What are the things that they did to make you feel as if you don't deserve a seat at the table? I mean, hmm. I wouldn't say it's because I didn't deserve like to have a seat at the table. I would just say that um, it was just different ways that things were handled mm-hmm. in which I was just like, mm, okay, like, I guess. Such as? I feel like I want. I feel like you, Gail King, and I'm uh, who, who she who she embarrassed that one time. I don't know, but I'm definitely Oprah in this situation. <laughs> were you silent or, or were, were you, you silenced? silenced? <laughs> Very much silenced in this. Uh, mm, but how did they silence you? No, I don't know. I just feel like mm, you keep saying I don't know. You do know. I I just feel like it's it's it's, it's a hard it's a hard thing to like talk right. about, but. Mm-hmm. Honestly, to be to be real, it was just I don't want to pull the black card or be like, oh, it's because pull I'm the black. black card out. It's but Black History Month. Happy second day. Of black Happy History Black History Month. Month, everyone. But like, just being the first black person in position, like people yes. already don't realize like the pressure that comes with that because I'm not just a face for myself. I'm mm-hmm. a face for the whole black community. Like everyone that's outside of this, um, outside of this studio. Like I represent all of them, whether mm-hmm. they know it or not. I got something. You want to know why? Because they tie, they tie blackness to be like one thing, or just like being that representative, being the first black person. All eyes are on you. Yes. You know what I'm saying? I agree. And that comes with a lot of pressure. And you know what I'm saying? And I'm not just some person that pulls out my minority card just to pull it out just to get. I got something for you, but finish. But yeah, so um, it just came with a lot of pressure, and I just felt like sometimes I wouldn't be seen, or sometimes I wouldn't be heard, mm-hmm. and also like. It was just, once again, like, the way certain situations were handled and, like, how I would go into certain things and I wasn't, like, relayed the information that should have been relayed. Exactly. And They're not telling you what's up. Not telling me what's up. And then, like, even with, like, for instance, remember when we were in D.C.? Mm-hmm. And we were talking and you were talking about, like, your role and all that stuff. And remember last year you were an associate judge. Mm-hmm. And the person who was over you and your judicial board last time came to you to clear me. They did have because, a lot of things to say about of you. Some, did have a lot of things to say about me because of something that, like, that apparently was in my role in my position. And I wasn't doing it correctly. But it wasn't in your role and or position. We looked at the we Look, we looked at the Constitution. Constitution that day, and that person was in charge of it. But it's little things like that. And you know me, and you know how I lead. I lead. I'm the type of person, and I lead with empathy. empathy. And so, and so, yeah, I lead with empathy. And so, I'm always gonna like. Instead of like telling a person what to do, mm-hmm. I'm like, "Hey, do you feel like doing this? Are mm-hmm. you able to do this, or do you have the mm-hmm. ca- capacity to do this?" Yeah. But the way the way different things are like put out to other people. Just for instance, in your scenario, in your case, she told you, "Oh, yeah, she she told you, oh, he's not doing anything. He's making me do his role. He's making me do his position, mm. and uh, he's he's just basically just sitting over there, sitting on his behind, right? And to you, you." At that time, you didn't know me from a can of paint. No. So you just like, dang. I saw three black paints. You know, <laughs> you just like, dang, a king, a king man doing what he's supposed to be doing. That's a bad look. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because now you got people out here like talking about me now. Mm-hmm. But once again, it was from a simple like, oh hey, are you able to do this, or do you want to do you want to reach out to these people? I can easily reach out to a person, but do you want to do this? Because I have uh, I have this other stuff to do too. Right. You know what I'm saying? And it's never like and and one thing you feel like we started. No. And it's and it's one going. thing and it's one thing too, like 
I every time we we would have these meetings, I'm literally always checking in. I'm checking in with the person above me. I'm checking in with the people below me. I'm doing things in 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 a way that like no other vice president has ever done before. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm handling situations in a way that like with with the grace and the dignity that they need to be. So like, not even the grace and the dignity that they need to be, but like I'm literally leading with empathy. Each I don't time. know what else like you need me to do. Like I'm not telling you. Oh, boom, pow. Like, you need to do this. Mm-hmm. You got to do that. I respect you, but, but, you know what I'm saying? I'm not doing that. And, but, like, if I were to do that, then it'd be looked at it as a different way. You'd be looked as an aggressor. An, an aggressive, angry black man. Yeah. Quite. And that's even, that literally, like, played a role in how I ran Senate. Last year's Senate, like, quite literally, like, I don't want to say they didn't take any accountability, accountability, but, like, when certain things went wrong or they didn't know certain things, it was like it was always the, the executive board's fault. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh, y'all didn't teach us this. Y'all didn't do that. We gave y'all the tools, but like y'all wanted us to hold your hand. And we don't do that over here. This year, Senate, they know exactly but, what and we even expect. Like, and even like the way I run meetings, people would be like, oh, I want you to like lay down a hammer a little bit more. Or like say what you mean. Da, da, da. Mm-hmm. I cannot do that. You see how the some somebody had a. Somebody had a comment about me being a little too a, too a little too authoritative. They felt like I was being a little too authoritative. And Who made the comment? That one was kept anonymous from me, but that Who I was being told you about that. My Joris, but Never. that I was <laughs> that I was being a little too Drake. authoritative in that situation. Cindy, I quite I I didn't even raise my voice. I when I say I literally would just be like, <laughs> yeah. So like, what's going on? Like. How is everyone today? Okay, so right now we're going to do this. I mean, it was by the last week of December and going into meetings in spring, Mm -hmm. I'm still explaining what we have to do in Senate, each Senate. All right, remember, we got to do this, then we do that, and then who has a motion? Once again, it's either a motion to call a question, motion to uh, open the floor for discussion. Mm, You know what I'm saying? Like, Mm -hmm. I'm doing all these things, and, like, I don't know. It just it was just weird, but once again, it was just it was just hard. And then like to like different the way different things were settled, like they or like not settled, handled. It just it just didn't go too well. You know what makes me really upset is just mm-hmm. not enough grace was given to you at all. One, I'm not done. Hold on, hold on. I told you I had something for you. This has been haunting my spirit for the past semester. Okay. And it's how no one in the past has shown you enough grace in terms of the things that you've done and the things that you continue to do and instead make comments such as like, oh, all the king does is sit on his behind or he's just so aggressive at meetings just because he he hit the gavel a little too hard for your liking, supposedly. That was my favorite part. I love being that little gavel. And I'm a big in each and every Wednesday. But like close your laptops. You know what's really annoying? The thing that bothers me or like plague my spirit, outside of the not giving you grace thing, it's more like the angle they took this year versus last year. You were the first black vice president for SGA. But I don't think you got any recognition for that last year. Oh, 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 don't don't get me started about that. Don't get me started on that. Because when I say and so this Nobody. year, I feel like that's the narrative that they're pushing. And the only reason it plagues my spirit is more like, now I'm the first black woman VP, mm-hmm. but I give credit to Akeem every single time because it's due. Mm-hmm. 
And so it's like, oh, he's the first black president. He's the first black president. He's the first black president. Yes, but he was also doing this before. Like, once again, like, e- and, don't get me started about this. Okay. Because, like, even before I was the vice president of SGA, student by the vice president, student by the president, I was still doing this stuff before that. I was still organizing and getting groups of people together to build unity and build community amongst them. Mm-hmm. I was still talking to these officials or these people on campus and allowing them to know what is being said and what our students want. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just... It wasn't just because I was SGA vice president. It wasn't just because I was SGA president. And it wasn't Don't, just because you were black either. T- and we're going to get into that. Don't worry. Y'all want a tea? Y'all going to get some. But the thing about the thing about it was I quite literally was I've been doing this and I hate the I hate that people try to paint the picture of oh, he started being a he started being an advocate. He started being this outspoken person like no, when I, I hate when it. I became vice president. And y'all be trying to run me that game to me. I'm telling you now, save your breath because I've always been I tell people now, like, I finally, like, gained the confidence to tell people now. They be like, oh, yeah, um, wow, you really shut that room down or you, like, walked in and you really, like, owned the room. Yeah, Mr. President. And I tell them, it's not because I'm president. It's because I'm a Key Maurice Mitchell. Please. I, I get it. These Mitchell. are the titles that we hold, but we're still people at the end of the day. Your name is Akeem Maurice Mitchell. My name is Cindy Naika. I say join love. And I'm going to walk into a room and shut it down. Each and every time. What else am I supposed to do? Sit there and take notes? What? What do you want me to do? Because if I don't do it, who will? Who's going to advocate for the people who ain't, who don't have people to advocate for them? Who is going to advocate for the people who, that have been historically overlooked cricket, for so cricket, many years cricket. at this institution? Cricket, cricket, Who's cricket. going to do that? Because the stuff I'm doing now, the only reason why I'm doing now is because I now have the support and the platform to actually push it even yeah. further than what it was. Mm-hmm. I've always had these goals. I've always had these dreams. I had the plan. I just need the platform. Platform was given. Platform was, platform was earned. No, the platform was always yours. You just had to take it at the right time. Come on. It was given. It was never given. It was earned. I worked for this. You, Akeem, your work speaks for itself, and you don't and need to tell anybody else that. It does, that. but it was never handed to me. It was, and that's no. What, and that's what but, some people like to think. And guess what? And that's what some people like to you think. You know who gave it to you? Who? Yourself. God. God. Thank you. Big G-O-D. Don't play with me. And him. after Big G-O-D, after Madame Michelle, who gave it to you? Akeem. Thank you. So it was given. It was already there. You just had to wait at the right time to take it. Child, please. Please. But you know what? We <laughs> we done got on this little tangent. I uh, mean, right. No, that was good. That was good. Okay. So been I, in the trenches. MLK was in the trenches. Calm down. Akeem was in the trenches. The trenches of what? Ho Ave? <laughs> Y'all love acting like, what no, a parking look. Mm. No, but, pe- okay, I'm sorry, but people love to be like, oh, Ronald is so bougie. Like, yes, it's bougie, but also, like, Ronald is, Ronald is lucky ghetto. Hey! <laughs> me. I mean, be real. We got people who do certain things on campus that is associated with being ghetto and hood. But the reason, and, and I'm not just talking about people from my community, I'm talking about people overall. But the reason why it's not associated is because, oh, they're college students, they're, they're having fun, they're doing this, yada, yada. They're supposed to do that. But let somebody do it from where I'm from. Oh, they're hood, they're gangster. How people like history, man? <laughs> get them off the street. They're dangerous. But some other people do it then. Mm-hmm. They're just having a good time. They're sh- <laughs> they're stressed. They don't, have so much. They have so much it. built inside. I of don't want to talk about mental health right now because like, we'll save that for that's, episode four. Because that's going to give me a soapbox and y'all don't want to hear. Anywho, but anyways, let's get back on track. Akeem, how did you meet me? What? Tell the real story this time and don't lie either. 
It, do you want to talk about the time where we first met? First, first met? Our first, first meeting. How did you meet me? Okay, so we were, I was tabling for SGA with the current president at the time. and Then president. And um, Sydney walked over with one of her friends. I forgot who it was. But um, but they walked over and Sydney go talk about some. Oh, my God. Like, she was so excited. I was like, oh, what's up, y'all? You know, it's two black, it's two black women. So I'm like, okay, what's up, y'all? How y'all doing? Da, da, da. Right. And then she goes, <laughs> she goes, oh my God, like, I voted for y'all. Like, it's so nice to meet you, Andrew. And so immediately, mind you, people were already coming up to the table for us. And like, they were only, in a sense, talking to me mm-hmm. at that time. So when she did that, I was like, oh Lord, like, this one hurt. And this I want to give some context here. So the only reason I said, hey, Andrew, was because the mm-hmm. night prior, CNN was playing at my house and Andrew Cuomo was on TV. And the then president sounded just like him. So it, it wasn't even anything towards race or nothing, because let's not make it out like that. They've, their voices just sounded very similar. So when I went, hey, Andrew, he, and he answered, too. He answered like that was his name. And so this is what Cindy wanted me to tell y'all. I looked at Cindy. I was like, girl, that's not a boy name. Like, you know how if, like, when your mama is upset with you or she telling you to, you acting out in public and she trying to get you together, but not, but in a low-key way. I stuck my lips together so quick, put my teeth. Girl, that's not that boy's name. And Stop playing. This is where I'm, I'm like, yes, it is. It is Andrew. His name's Andrew. His name is Daniel. And then I kept on going, right? Hold on, hold on. It gets better. I kept on going. And you guys know what Akeem told me to do? He said, shut up. Just shut up. First of all, I mean, shut up. I didn't say shut up, just shut up. Girl, you know that's not you true. You definitely said shut up to me. And then I kept going because I don't know. I don't get it. His name is Andrew. His name was not Andrew, but anyways, that's <laughs> let's let's move on to what we. We're that's how we met. Okay, yes. so that <laughs> that was actually fairly recent. It was almost a year ago. Ooh, yeah. look at us. So, I just I wanted to put the story of how we met because I think it's really funny when Akeem asked me to be VP. I was so caught off guard. I can tell you exactly what I was doing that day. I just came back from work. You know, I'm a full-time work girly. Thank you. I clock in, clock out on the white man's dime, unfortunately. Anywho, so I remember I kind of missed a FaceTime call from him. And keep in mind, that was just like, I want to say a month and a half after our initial Andrew meetup. And then we, we saw each other around campus during that time. So... Mm-mm. That's the the context of the situation. No, when I asked you, it I was, was December, brother. It was during winter break. It was, but when I yeah, when I actually when I asked you, yeah, it was during winter break. But then when the Andrew thing happened, that was the beginning of the school year. That was way before. That was not beginning of the school year. You know why I say that? That was beginning. Of you know school why year. I say that because the person I was walking with was not like their class had a certain schedule. Then when do you, when do you think that was? I think that was like end of September going on October. Oh girl, no. That was that was beginning of school year because that was like when every like CLCE had like put everything on. I don't remember seeing CLCE out them. I no, just remember it, seeing it you was, and Andrew. It was because um our uh, friend Carly, she was out there. And I remember I was talking to her. I, I did not see Carly. If I saw Carly, I would have been like, Oh my god, a black girl. No. It was just you and Andrew. No, but then we had there's different stations out there. I didn't see no other station. Exactly. But it was. I'm telling you, it was the beginning of the school year. Well, okay. We're, regardless of when the Andrew situation happened, Akeem called me and he was like, hey, so I was thinking about running, but I wanted a running mate. And I think before he even went to the running mate, I was like thinking about running me, running for what? 
And then he was like running to be pressed. And I was like, yes, yes, you got my vote. Definitely. I'll definitely apply to be on your exec board. And he was like, no, no. Um, like, I want you to run with me. Me. Mm-hmm. Me. You don't know me from a can of four black paints. Mm-mm. <laughs> yeah, but then she ended up saying yes. Okay, so. first of all, that's not what happened. Because I told him, let me think about it. So I had to go ask the three people I knew would help me make an amazing decision. So, you know, I just, I feel like that was a really good segue. Anyways, that's how we met. The next song is my personal favorite. It's not my favorite song, but like I went to Jamaica during winter break and I sing that song every single day. But I I heard about the song when it first came out. So don't do me. Anywho, for everyone who wants to get turned up and lit, I feel like Shinsia does it for me each time. Shenyang Anthem. Thank you. All right, so that was Shinsia. I love Shinsia. Golly. Alrighty. You know how to make a song. So we know we are coming down to our, our time. Yes, yes. Our final 12 minutes. So let's talk about what everybody want to talk about, what everybody want to know. I don't know, because I feel like people are asking for tea, people are asking for drama, and that's not how we do things on the Black Oval. But um, we will give you what you wanted to hear from this episode. What happened during election season? What really went down during election season? Why did Andrew say what he needed to say then? So let so first before we talk about um get into what actually happened, let's just briefly, quickly give you a rundown of like what election season looks like. So in about so around like December, January is me and Cindy officially decided to run together. And then what well, Cindy and I officially started running together, decided to run together. And then after that, um, in February, we had the petitions open. So you need at least 100 signatures to um, be able to run as an, as an administration. And so we got them 100 signatures in what, like two hours? Yeah, it was like two hours. And so then after that, after the signatures, then you have to like wait until the rest of the candidates um get their signatures and it takes about like a week and so but before that um the person at the time uh we sat down and i was asked like did i want to run together as a ticket again and i told them like i told them no um i told them that i wanted to go for president and then um they offered to you know like switch the ballot and so i also said no too because i just felt like i wouldn't be able to do what i need to do with that specific as with just like well, I should just like switching roles. Like one, it would be confusing. People would be like, "Oh, y'all still the president, vice president," and like, "Who's the president? Who's vice president now?" Like it would, it, it would have been real confusing. So I was just like, "No, it's okay." And then two, like I just felt like once again I wouldn't be able to push certain things I need to push. Um, and so after after um, you get those signatures, that's when you have your you start your campaigning. So you start campaigning, and so for Sydney and I, we had stickers. Uh, we had stickers, buttons. T-shirts and yard signs, and so you only get about like five hundred dollars. So we had to make do what to do. We did what we need to do, and so then after during campaign season, you have speeches and debate. Okay, this is where I come back in. Thank you so much for that amazing intro. <sighs> speeches and debates. So with the speeches, each administration gets to prepare a three-minute speech, I believe on um, just some of the things that they wanted to touch on in their administration, reasons why you should vote for them, and just, like, why they will be impactful in the upcoming school year. And then during the debate, we have a set of prepared questions that a judicial board members get to ask, and they're the moderators. 
the chief justice is the moderator of the event, but the justices are the ones asking the questions for the debate. And then um, audience members at the end get some chance to um, ask similar questions or whatever. So or anything like, they wanted to ask. Like an on-the-spot Q&A. Right. And then after the debate, then that following week, you have election week, and that lasts about like a full week. Mm-hmm. So what really happened during election season? Let's start with the speeches. I feel like we got to give ourselves a round of applause because we came to eat down. The no. outfits? Fire. The outfits? Fire. We the just speeches. coordinated blue. But we, I wore like a light blue top with a uh, darker blue skirt. And then I wore a light blue jacket with a darker blue pants, um, I, with pants. I yeah. mean, we ate down. We didn't even plan all that. We just went the color. Yeah, we did. But, um, yeah, fun fact, we, we came up with those speeches like the day before. And we and do I mean, that like, for a lot of things. For a lot of things we actually do. If you see Cindy and I talking in public with each other, we probably... Just either A, put that on the spot, B, recyc- re- are recycling something else that was used. Emphasis on recycling. Or C, uh, no, all of the above. And so <laughs> the speeches were good. Um, I was really happy that we went second. Mm-hmm. When they said that they wanted to go first, I was like, thank goodness. And I mean, like, we ate down in speeches. Anybody who was there, like, they knew. But the reason why we wanted to go second was because, gosh, how can you follow and act after us? Woo! And so then we have debate. Mm. So, the debate is when, like, things get real... Heated, messy... Real tough. Tense. So, at the time, once again, there was only two tickets, Cindy and I, and then the former president and their running mate. And so, in the beginning, when it was, like, the pre, pre, um, like the pre-made questions, the, mm-hmm. the ones that we knew, everything was fine, everything was dandy, yada, yada, yada. When things really started taking a left was when we got to the student Q&A. Mm-hmm. And so, mind you, we had already had a conversation, like, with, like, our advisors and stuff. They're like, oh, keep decorum, you know, do what you need to do. Don't, like, we're not supposed to talk bad about people. Well, technically not talk bad about people, like, basically, like, in the streets, even though, like, some people didn't follow that rule. Anyways, and I won't say it was, <laughs> it wasn't from this side. But. It wasn't on Black Tabletop. It wasn't, it wasn't from. Black uh, Tabletop. Yeah, <laughs> black I mean, Oval. It wasn't from the Black Oval. <laughs> it was from the other side you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and, and but the reason emphasis why I, on only one person from the other side uh, only one person because yeah. i feel like the other person did not understand or didn't even know that they were going to make those type of comments and jabs at you no. i do want to say that no for sure i i think it was just like in the moment type of thi- uh, type of things mm-hmm. and so a couple of things that were said like i mean once again like the whole debate was going good until the question of why aren't you guys running, running together, together. And so, no, 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 that, that, was, that wasn't the first question. That was a question that incited everything uh-uh. else. Uh-uh. I feel like every, everything went wrong then. No, I was getting attacked from the first jump question. Which one? Which one? I can't remember. I don't remember the questions, but each question, there was four questions. Mm-hmm. Every question that was answered or that was asked, because I remember I answered the first question, and then he answered, um, yeah, I answered the first question first, and then he answered, and that's when the job was thrown. I was like, okay. And then in the what second jab? question, I forgot what, I just know it was a jab. It was something about like, I didn't have a leg to stand on or whatever. Yeah. That's when I was told I didn't have a leg to stand on. And that like, um, I basically didn't do anything throughout that past administration. But like one, a, it was a, obviously a lie, but B, it was just like, there was once again, like there were so many things I could have said to embarrass that person on the stand in the debate, but I didn't, I chose not to. But, even then, like, you chose not to, 
it would have just looked bad on your end because no, it sure. would have given you the it would have put the spotlight on you as like you're an aggressor i'm an aggressor like when i said you're addictive you're right. this you're that and then what really took me was that like hmm i don't know what really took me it was just like being told like i was a good number two i'm not i'm not able to like step into these roles like i don't know it was just it was just really weird and then what irritated me about that was like even the people afterwards the people who knew, knew both of us like one person came up to me and was like oh we gotta we gotta get our um i gotta get my boys back together you didn't just hear this boy for 25 minutes uh talking straight caca about me i mean like throwing my name through the dirt in front of all these people Random. and me and me having to like find different ways to like stand up for myself but also set my authority but also not like attack him at the same time right so you know keep what I'm the saying? and stuff trying to keep decorum and like to the point and this also like irritates me because like when it came to like the stuff that were, was put out about it afterwards that's i'll take it from here so a fun fact about last year is that akim and i got misquoted a lot um and it would just be disheartening, honestly, to be reading certain things and being like, wait a minute, that's not what I said, that's not what I said. And so we don't even have video proof either because during the debate, the same time where these jobs were thrown, the entire footage like turns off and then right after the jobs are ended, it turns back on. It is still to this day uh, the most bizarre thing we've tried to see. Like I've never IT like seen about that before. It, yeah, but like nothing. And I mean, like I hit like literally when I stood up for myself the most and like said the most I could about like the certain situation. Yeah, that part was taken out. I literally told told them like because I think that's the time when he was like, oh, he was a good number two. He'd never be anything more than that. Like he didn't really do anything. Yada yada. Like all that building up. And I really, I literally said like one. I don't see I don't see you as a number two. I see this as a partnership. Thank you. And then two, I was like, and two, like, I the reason why I chose to do this is because I wanted to grow. And the person that you're with at the time, or like you're working with, they should want to see you grow too. And and then at the end of the day, y'all sit, y'all have witnessed everything that's gone on up here. So this is just a glimpse of what I had to do with this past year. But it's so ironic that literally nothing about that was reported. Nothing. But every single thing that was bad about me was put on there, was put out. And that's so... Everything that was said bad about me. And I don't I don't just mean through, like, one source. I mean, like, through, almost all, through, mul through multiple sources. Everything that was said bad about me... Well, you know what? Let me stop. Everything... They, they might have missed, missed one thing. But every other thing that was said about me that was, like, attacking, like, my character or whatever... That was negative towards you? That was negative towards me was put out. But when I actually, like, not even in a sense, like, say something negative about a person, but, like, just put light to, like, everything I, like, went through. Mm -hmm. And and it's not even, it wasn't even, like, a big light. It was, like, a dot of shine. It was, like, it was raining outside, and you had a, a little sparkle of sun. Everything mm -hmm. that I went through, it wasn't even put out. And, no. it's, and it's moments and times like these where, like, people who go through things, especially black people on this campus, they don't people ever want to, they don't ever want to speak out about it. Because when they do, nothing gets done. Nothing happens. And and that's my problem because once again it literally took everything within me to go up there and be like this is what I've had to deal with right because of so and so's presence their partnership with the administration and all that but like it just wasn't and it's upsetting because what type of example does it set for other black students who want to get into these type of roles who want to be leaders on campus they're getting attacked by their white counterparts because I I get to say that 
They're getting attacked by their white counterparts, and there's still no proof, video footage, published papers, or anything that shows that he was actually doing things to you. Instead, it looks as if, like, you just sat there and took it, when that wasn't the case at all. You can only defend yourself so much as a black student leader on this campus. For sure. And while that's all good, if y'all want to hear more about it, tune yeah. in to The Black Oval next week. Episode three, title is Being Black at Rollins. Hit him with the song. <laughs>